Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Kia ora and welcome to Our Changing World on RNZ National with Alison Balance and Veronica Maduna. Now on Our Changing World, can you tell your spiny half crab from your horse muscle pea crab? Daniela Mawati Cox grabs a copy of Niwa's interactive shore crab guide and its author, Serena Wilkins, and heads to Wellington's Shelley Beach to try out her hand at Crab ID. The pair also muse about women in science and wondering if the crab guide might inspire a new generation of marine biologists. Daniela checks in with some small children to find out what they know about crabs. Growing up in a country of islands where fish and chips is a national dish means most New Zealanders are familiar with the ocean from an early age. And that enthusiasm for the beach often translates into a desire to know more about the creatures that live there. I think New Zealanders, they've grown up in the marine, with the marine environment right on their back doorsteps. And I think it's fair to say most children have a fascination with what's hiding under rocks and living in rock pools. And Serena Wilkins is a Niwa marine biologist and helped develop the latest guide in a series of interactive PDFs created by the Institute called Coastal Crabs. And these guides are just a way for amateur marine biologists, families, um, members of the public to be able to go down to the beach and figure out what it is they're actually looking at and use these guides to, um, to put, a, put a name on it and find out some more information about them as well, some of their biology, where in the country they're found and um, some of the key characteristics that we use to identify them and, and figure out what species it is. Cool. Hmm. Let's go find a crab. Okay. We're just walking over some rocky shore here and we're going to start turn, carefully turning over some of the rocks and seeing what's underneath. <laughs> so we've just turned over this rock here which has got a nice bit of seaweed underneath it and a little bit of water as well. Crabs like it when there's a little bit of water under the rocks. I am not seeing a crab. Just there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so, so they Now it's moving, I can see it. On shores like this, they're quite well camouflaged. They tend to be similar colours to the surrounding pebbles around them. They don't want to be seen by predators and that in their eyes includes oh, they're tiny. They're so, many. <laughs> so this is probably a little family of, um, these are called porcelain crabs, these ones. Um, there's a whole lot of juveniles in there as well as some adults as well. It's, it's not bigger than my fingernail. No, they're quite tiny. The adults can get up to three or four centimetres for this particular species. Um, so that first one we saw was probably the adult. Yeah, that's probably one of the adults yes, in that yeah. little population, yeah. No, not everyone's going to have an expert on crabs with them, so if I no. was to use the guide, <laughs> how would I figure out what these crabs are? So we've designed this guide to use one of the most basic characteristics that tends to hold true for most crabs, and that's its shape, the shape of the shell on the back. And they typically fall into some fairly clear um, categories such as triangular, round, oval, um, rectangular, and these particular crabs here, if you pick one up, if I can catch one, there's one there. This easy to pick up? They are easy to pick up. It's best to pick them up carefully and across the back so your fingers don't get pinched by the pincers, obviously. 
um, and you don't want them to lose any legs. So no, my first place that I would go to on the index would be the index actually would just be that front page. Is that what we're looking at here? Yes, it is. So we'd go to what we've called the morphology index. Morphology refers to um, like the overall shape of the crab and characteristics that the crab has. So we've grouped them into shapes here. So the first section refers to the triangular shaped crabs. And we're talking about the shape of the shell on their back here. Um, then we've got round, oval, square. Um, and these are generally quite obvious for a lot of these common coastal crabs the shape of the shell is generally quite obvious okay um, so if I took a guess at what we were just looking at what were my options again I've got so triangular, triangular round oval or square and I cannot see any crabs so there's, <laughs> a, there's one just there ah. with his little pincers sticking up um, okay. we'll turn over some more so are they are they triangular yes so they, these yes. ones are triangular they are um, now if we had a look at these pictures we've got 13 that we can choose from here the idea is you find sort of the shape that roughly fits the crab that you're looking at and then we've got some really good quality photos of all of the crabs bar one or two um, in this guide and so you basically would just best match up the image that matches the crab that you're looking at so for this crab here if you just turned it over and had a little look at it you see it's got these very broad flat claws on the front of it it's got quite a triangular body shape to it sort of a, a greeny browny color and if we look at the crabs that we can choose from in the triangular section we can see that this one here Petrolisces elongatus is probably quite a close match or Petrolisces novazelandiae that one is a completely different color does they are different it? colors there are variations in color sometimes um, but the general shape fits um, depends on the habitat that the crabs are found as to what their colour can be. That can vary quite a lot sometimes. So if we just select this one here, because I happen to know it is that one, <laughs> click on Petrolisces, <laughs> it straight away takes us to the species page, and the species page tells us everything we could ever want to know about that crab. Um, it tells us about its shape, um, the shape of its flattened claws in front of it. Um, it tells us some... Um, variations of colour we might expect to see for this species. So this one says variable colour on its um, carapace, which is its back, um, can vary from black to blue to greyish to greenish sort of colours with lighter surfaces on its underneath. And we noticed that when we turned some over before that they're a little bit lighter on the underneath of them, mm. sort of a light greeny colour. Um, if you look at the map that's on this page, you can see it's found all around New Zealand. It's endemic, so this species is only found in New Zealand, including oh, Stewart Kiwi Islands crabs. and Auckland Islands. It is definitely a kiwi crab, um, and it's common under boulders, mussel beds, intertidal regions of the rocky shores, wharf piles, and sometimes found in estuaries. So that's exactly this where we are. This is a very common so, crab. Yep, very common crab under um, rocks and and um, on common common on rocky shores. And they grow only to about four centimetres at the largest? Yeah, these ones are generally not very big. Um, yeah, two, three, four centimetres for the adults. So not great for having a snack. <laughs> no, unless you're a seagull and then they're perfect bite size. <laughs> are yeah. there crabs that you could find along the coast that you could eat? Uh, there are, yes. Um, well, um, the common New Zealand um, paddle crab, Ovalipes um, catharis, that's found um, relatively easily. That's the big toe biter. So when you go swimming in the sea and sometimes you get nipped by a crab, especially on surf beaches, that's the paddle crab, and that's very commonly eaten around New Zealand. That provides quite a nice meal. <laughs> Do you have a favourite crab? Um, 
I particularly like, it's actually an, an introduced species into New Zealand, it's the Japanese paddle crab. It's particularly nasty, but it's got quite a bit of um, personality to it. It's uh, very much like the New Zealand paddle crab. It's um, introduced into New Zealand in um, uh, the mid-2000s. Um, obviously it's from Asian region. It looks similar to the New Zealand paddle crab, but it's super, super aggressive. Um, you see them when you're diving quite commonly um, up in Auckland Harbour and Whangarei Harbour. Um, I just think it's got amazing colours on it. Um, can be green to purple, but it's just got such attitude about it. <laughs> it's so little and yet it packs such a punch. Is it um, aggressive? It's very, very aggressive. I should not approach this crab. No, you should not approach this crab. You should keep your fingers well away. Okay. Yeah. I will avoid that nasty crab, and I'll stick with my little, um, stick with my the little, little friends here. the little uh, porcelain crabs that we've just found on the shore here. They are unbelievably yeah. tiny, though. It's so they cute. Are. But I never they would are. have thought that they would just be hanging out on the beach. I would just walk all the way across the top of these rocks and not even notice. Yeah, exactly. There's all sorts of treasure trove underneath these rocks. Um, starfish and seaweed and... Um, little seashells, all sorts. Yep, start turning over the rocks and you'll be amazed at what you find. Simple enough. The purpose of the guides is to get more people paying attention to the world around them, something I need the help of an expert to do. But perhaps the next generation will fare better. The children at Kindercare Upper Hut seem to have some ideas. <gasps> have a look. What's this? A crab. Is, can you tell me what pinch, it is? Pinch, pinch. Does it go pinch, pinch, pinch? Where did you see one? Um, in the sea. In the sea. So I find the crabs in the sea. I have to go to the beach? And then in mummy. In Grumps and Nana. Grumps and Nana. And you found a crab. What colour is it? Orange. Orange. How do crabs eat? Grass. They eat grass. I didn't know that. Grass. A generation of marine biologists in the making. Hopefully these guides, which also exist for sponges, sea squirts and echinoderms like starfish, will help sustain their curiosity into a career. That childhood curiosity certainly worked to recruit Serena. I've always grown up in the water, um, right from an early age. My family have always been into boating and fishing and snorkeling, and even as a little girl, I was, um, you know, always playing in the water and growing up in the water. And I think it was just natural progression for me. Um, as I got older and I could learn to scuba dive, I did. Um, I went snorkeling as much as I could. I went fishing whenever I could. And um, then when I found out I could actually do this for a career, then it was all on. And I went to university and studied it and um, graduated with a. Um, PhD and went on to get a fantastic job at NIWA so now I get paid to do something I love. And, and are you always dealing with sea creatures? I am, yes, yes. So I'm I'm pure marine biology. Um, I do. I um, Whether it's on top of the water or under the water, I do a lot of diving, um, a lot of field work and obviously there's office work as well. <laughs> but it's a job with a lot of variation. It's a very rewarding career. Being out on boats, I think it's all just just really enjoyable. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So one of the latest statistics came out from Statistics New Zealand was that there's an increasing number of women in sciences, particularly life sciences. Right. Is that something that rings true for you? 
Do you um, notice a lot of women are, are I think so, yes. I mean, we have a little bit of involvement with the universities and we do see more um, female scientists starting, or female students actually, starting to study science, which I think is really great. Um, there are aspects of my job which can be a little bit male-dominated, um, being out in the field and that kind of thing. And, and so we do see more women starting to come through, which is really great to see. Um, One of the criticisms that I've been told is that a lot of the reasons that women don't get into science is that from an early age that environment isn't there. Now that obviously was a bit different for you, but do you think that is an issue and maybe the crab guides might help them get out there and have a go? I'd like to think that wasn't the case. I think um, I've had some involvement with primary schools and secondary schools with um, outreach, and we certainly see a lot of uptake and a lot of interest in um, youngsters coming through, and they're really keen to get out and do little trips to the seashore and looking in rocky pools and that kind of thing. So I'd like to think that most children in schools and high schools have the opportunity to get out and do um you know, life sciences. There's certainly the opportunities when they get to university. Um, I guess the great thing about these guys is they are available to the public um, once you know where to go and find them on the NIWA website. And anybody can really use them. The pictures are really clear and they're really easy to follow, which is one of the reasons we developed them and made them simple to follow. Any jargon or sort of sciencey terms that are used are explained in a glossary um, so anybody should be able to pick up the guides and, and be able to use them and of course it's not just crabs there's sponges and sea squirts and starfish all the common critters that you'll find all around the coast get out and go hunting absolutely <laughs> and that was Niwa marine biologist Serena Wilkins and a big thanks to the children of Kindercare in Upper Hutt Thanks for listening to this Our Changing World podcast. You can stay in touch with us on Twitter at rnz underscore science. Matiwa.